Warning, it is the opinion of the Forestry Productions LLC and the Working Perspectives podcast that we should inform you that some of the language used in this recording could possibly be considered offensive. You have been warned, so if you decide to listen to the recording, then don't complain about the language. Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're going to talk to some real people about some real things, living real lives, doing real stuff. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the Heartstopper, Rangoon, Jana Rose, and our guest today is the one and only Don Lore. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms in YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can know, also on Instagram, Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives.gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. Jalen Dub, how are you, my man? I'm feeling cheerio. Cheerio. Love it. Janene, my baby, how are you tonight? I'm good. I missed you guys. Miss you too. It was just terrible without you, but we're so happy to Thanks. have you back. Yeah. Well, speaking of terrible without you, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast. Let's get this thing started. Let's go. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspectives, exploring your day and how you get paid. Launching a new episode. today the one and only don lore uh so i've talked about it before i have a dad and my dad took off well you know him and my mom split when uh when i was like 15 then my mom was single for a while not a while but i remember uh talking to her and she really all she wanted was someone nice because my dad was could be kind of mean at times so not only did she find the nicest guy but she found a guy that's been willing to listen to her just man forever and ever and honestly the only thing that i ever worried about is that he treats her like a queen which he does and i'm honestly super excited and honored that he's on the show we got a lot to cover so I want to get right into it. So Don, just want to say thanks for coming on. And before we get started, I would just like to ask, what movie do you think is better? The Godfather Part 1 or The Godfather Part 2? You know, I've never seen either one of them. <laughs> really? Oh. You okay. know, I'll tell you, whenever we have, a, a, you know, like maybe a younger female guest on the show, it is almost 100% that they've never seen it. And honestly, I thought you would have seen it. <laughs> 
No, I mean, uh, give, given that The Godfather, the first was considered the best movie of all time, uh, I'll say, you know, probably the first one. Wow. But no, I've never seen either one of them. I started watching, I started watching the first one and uh, um, couldn't hang. Did you, have you seen the movie Hook? No. Have you seen The Princess Bride? Yes. Have you seen uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, yes. Don, do you like movies? Not, not a whole lot. <laughs> now, movies, you know, I'm more in music than I am in movies. He is. He loves the boss. Loves the boss. Yeah. And who do you, do you catch? I, I catch you watching. What are the live shows you like? Because you love watching the live videos on YouTube. It's like um, you know, the boss live. There's another one I'm forgetting. Jimmy uh, Buffett. Jimmy Buffett Santana. Yeah. Uh, Derek Truck. Yeah. Love a nice little guitar action. Southside Johnny. Uh, Eric Clapton. Ooh. Oh, Clapton. Huge. <gasps> Clapton is don't, God. Don't sleep on Clapton. Don't John Bell. John Bell will tell you Clapton is God. Clapton is God. No, very nice. So, all right. Well, uh, what about okay? You, ha- you you've seen Spaceballs, right, Don? No. no? All right, we're moving on. Next, let's keep it moving. <laughs> you want to hear it, a, a wildly sorry sorry It's all right. Go, go, go ahead, Justin. Want to hear a wildly inappropriate uh, Eric Clapton joke, Don? Oh, would love it. Sure. <laughs> What's the difference between a baby and a bag of cocaine? Uh, you tell me. Eric Clapton would never let a bag of cocaine fall out of the window. Handler, what a bang! I see you in heaven. Uh, All right, please. I hate that so much. That's not Woo! my. I think it's an Anthony Jeselnik joke. Love Anthony Jeselnik. Shout out, Percy fan Anthony. of the show, listen to the show. Man, that's honestly, if it's Jeselnik, that's some of his lighter stuff tell you the truth that guy gets heavy um okay but very nice john or don let's keep it moving um what about cheetos crunchy or puff crunchy excellent all right very yeah, nice I'm not, not a fan of the puff shit because you're not a wimp all right and then uh what about pancakes or waffles um pancakes wow not a, not, a, not, a, not a strong not a strong preference but if i was going out for breakfast i'd order pancakes it's okay. working man's food Sure. Yeah. Sure. Very nice. It's true. It's not. I mean, you know, your highfalutin waffle eaten. No, my me and my high class waffle, my hoity-toity waffles over here. Yeah. So, chicken and waffles. I don't get chicken and waffles at all. It's very popular. Um, but it I is. don't. I don't see them going together. Chicken for uh, breakfast is weird. Do you have it for breakfast? The chicken and waffles. I mean, the chicken. Oh uh, well. Let me give you a lunch. Yeah, you can. I've only. Chick-fil-A I, has chicken sandwiches for breakfast too. Yeah, they That's do. True. That's true. And Chick-fil-A, everything's incredible, as we've discussed. But, I mean, I've done... Silver status on the app? Come see me, dog. Really? Good for you. I I didn't even know it existed, dog. They'd just be sending me free chicken sandwiches. Sorry, I don't know how this came here. I have a full-blown Chick-fil-A addiction. Nothing wrong with that. That's That's probably your healthiest addiction you have. It's better than my old ones. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, but, okay, nice. And then, Don, uh, when it comes to theme parks, are you amusement park or water park? Water park. Wow. Yeah, Don. Wow. Don, you're all over the place. Yeah. Don, uh, this is going to be the question that's going to split the room. Um, Wing, are you drums or are you flat? Drums. <laughs> he's back on the team. Don, good oh, for you. Oh, my gosh. I can't, Don, you know, I, I really think I'm going to do, I mean, it'll take a while, but I might do a stat of all all the drums, you know. I don't know. I mean, like, to see, I would love, I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'll do a stat of, like, yeah, what we can statistically figure out who is more correct. Right. Yeah, you're so our wings are getting half and, you should be getting half and half. True. I mean. In an ideal society, you know. Right. 
Right. There, For every well, wing, there is a flat. The idea know? is to have have a partner um, that wants the ones that you don't. True. That's so very when true. you split them, then, then you can coexist. That's, I'm a flat I'm, with a drum. Honestly, nice. I'm, the, I'm the same thing. Me and my wife, that's probably... A with a flat. Yeah. I'm it's a drum not, with a flat. You're a flat with a drum. You know? And not no everybody one, marches to the beat of just one drum. Right. And no one believes <laughs> the drum that you get. It's unreal, your drum. You take you, the good, you take the bad, and there you have. Yeah, the facts of life, pal. Well, the facts what might be right life. for you may not be right for some. Yeah, it's true. You know, variety is the spice of life. I mean, when it's time to go and show the world, you finally know and grow about the facts of life. The facts of life. When the world does. All right, let's keep it moving. So, and- yep. So, very nice. Let's keep it moving. So, Don here, he was born and raised and grew up in Haddon Heights, New Jersey. That's kind of just over the bridge from Philadelphia, not far um nice did, place. yeah really Haddon Heights yeah yeah what is your okay yeah let's get if we get a, a fellow Jerseyite here Jana your thoughts on Haddon Heights very nice very nice very quaint 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 little Jersey town cute cute AF yeah where are you from again Jana <clears throat> New Brunswick Somerset New... Franklin mm-hmm. that area all of the above very nice not Newark <laughs> no, <laughs> I've been to Newark. Newark airport there's a, a a very big Portuguese population in Newark yep Yep. Really? And, I, and I've been to, there's a couple of cool restaurants there. Yep. And there's a craziest uh, 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 soccer jersey store. And I told you there's that one bar that's like, uh, I forget what team it is now, but it's like only for them. But it's cool and they have good food. They give me a fried egg on top of a steak. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know about that place. I've never been there, but I've seen advertising. Huh. I, w- I mean, Ronaldo food is good. Ronaldo Portuguese has to be good. the number one selling jersey out of Newark, right? Uh, he's the, like, yeah. He's the king of. He's our handsome Roma. Yeah. I mean, he's the he's probably the best. Yeah, but he's like the pride of Portugal. of Portugal, you know. So he's the king of Portugal. Yeah, easily, you know. But either way, so grew up in Haddon Heights, John. Uh, Don, how was living growing up in Haddon Heights? Uh, it was fine. If you look at the map, it's where the happy people live. <laughs> uh, and yeah, no, I was a you know, middle-class town and, uh, um, you know, had everything that I needed, wanted. Yeah. But, but, but Donna, was I, uh, was your dad in the Navy? Was that yes. right? Okay. That's what I thought. So, but, so we're going to come like, you know, we'll talk about it a little later, but that'll kind of play a, play a, play a part. But so, but coming up in Haddon Heights, you know, you did sports, you played baseball, football, and basketball. How long did you play those? And when were you like kind of, you know, done with the sport? You know, I was, I'm not much of an athlete. Never have been. Um, Don't say so short, Don. I've seen you chase after a toddler. um, (laughs) Yeah. Didn't uh, get much past Little League. Hey, that's where the pros, you know, that's where the real players play. Yeah. But I I played football in high school for one year. Yeah. One year longer than I did, Don. How about it? How about it? Nice. So, Okay. So then, but you started working around, you know, 16. So like you're going to school, you're doing everything. You started working at a pizza joint. What were you doing at the pizza spot? I started, I was, I uh, ran the grill, uh, made the sandwiches, hoagies and steak. Um, and uh, yeah, I did that for a while. And then they put me on the counter um, where I take, you know, the guy, man in the oven would put the pie in the box. I had the box, I had to have the box out ready for him. They put the pie in the box. I sliced the pie, cut it up, find a ticket. And you ever, you ever do a terrible job cutting the pie correctly, but 
let's say nothing and just close the box. Oh yeah, yeah, it. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I worked time. at Papa. I worked at Papa John's, and every once in a while, like I was pretty good at it because you'd be pumping out ovens on that little spin thing. Yeah. And every once in a while, you murder it. You'd be like, "That is it." <laughs> like there'd be like a little slice and then a huge slice. Yeah, yeah, sometimes we're still gonna eat it. Don't come out round. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it's <laughs> not your fault. That is also true. Uh, well, what we know, was Don. What was, what was really weird was when you know when the customer asked you to cut it into something goofy like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, squares or, or no? Squares. I've had squares. that. They had but, you do them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had one one customer that wanted me to cut it into nine. How do you cut a pizza into nine slices? It's not possible. Nine? You can't go all the way through. You oh, you go, have to like do it. Oh, that do it sucks. Third, you need to reach third and third is mine. Third again. So, the answer is no. I worked at <laughs> Papa John's. And you remember that pepperoncini pepper, pepper that comes in every Papa John's order? Yep. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had it? Yep. So I, the order says like no pepperoncini peppers. I'm the dude putting the pizzas in the box. By actually, I don't see it written on the label. Guy gets peppers in his box, comes in and snaps, screams at me and stuff. I say, sir, I'm very sorry. I make him another one. I put his pizza in the box. I grab a handful of those peppers and I squeeze it all over his pizza. But I don't put a pepper in the box. I put peppers. <laughs> Shut the box and I hand it to him. You have a good night. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> wow. Good. Justin, well, I hope... you're the best slash worst. I, I mean, that guy probably died of like was gas- way gastrointestine, you know. Yeah. He probably was like ultra allergic. But yeah. Uh, Jana, were you going to say something before? To Don? I was going to say, you know, Don is from South Jersey because he says hoagies. Yeah. He says the correct name. <laughs> do you call him, uh, Jana, you don't call him subs, do you? I did until I moved here and forced myself to fit in and started Please. saying hoagie and Thank water. You. Sub? Well, yeah, sure. I know. The, honestly, you don't I say mean, pop, do you? God. No, say soda. Okay. Say soda. No, I can't. Soda. I mean, like if you were like that's that, a Western, that's Western, like Pittsburgh and yeah, Ohio and places like that. And say water. Pop. And now I say water. Yeah. Water. I forced myself to say it. Hoagies. Hoagies. Me and Aunt Joni are going down to get hoagies. You want one? Oh, yeah. gross. Do you get something mediocre? That's the Delco word I know. Mediocre. Uh, but yeah, so nice. Uh, I mean, I do know the history of the, the term hoagie, but I'll spare you. Uh, oh, now I want to know. You yeah, know. now I'm interested. Well, I've said okay, it before. I've said it before on the show. So uh when when they yeah obviously uh when they were building the subways in philadelphia it was either the subway or when they were building south well it was both because they took the dirt from the subway and put it in south philly which was a swamp and turned it into south philly but either way they're building the um the subway right so every day the workers would meet up on this island called hog island and that's where they would meet up they would get their daily signs and go out halfway through the day or when they met there whatever they would get a sandwich which was a long roll with meat and cheese in it right and eventually like so the sandwiches started to be called they called them hoggies originally yeah. right and then just yeah. over the years it turned into haggy yeah, you, you want to go get a haggy? Let's go oh get a haggy. That's where it came from. Hoagies. Nice. Hog Island. It. Thanks, Matt. Yep. Also, Hog Island was called that because before they had waste management, right? Which was ran by those, you know, New Jersey guys. Uh, before oh. they had like trash removal and waste management, instead, what they had was they would have hogs and pigs, and you would throw all your trash in the street 
And then at night, they would let the pigs and hogs out in the street, and they would just eat everything and clean the, tr- the, str- the trash this off the street. sounds like the best place ever. Bring Perfect it back. sandwiches. Bring back the South Philly hogs. Pigs Dude, it was, it was in every city hog. That's every city's waste management was just all the pigs. Really? Really, really. Bring it back. But Bring back, it back then, like, I mean, like, they didn't Simpler have plastic. Times. You know, maybe they had glass, yeah. right? They had glass bottles, but... They were saving the glass bottles. They were like, we're not breaking this, you know? So either way, that's the way it went. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, nice. So let's keep it moving. So like we said before, Don's dad was in the Navy. So Don, uh, we're going to talk about this. You would eventually, after high school, um, you would go to, you would get a bachelor's degree in naval architecture and marine engineering from Webb Institute of Naval Architecture, right? Yes. So was your dad being a Navy man? Did that have an effect on this choice of like? No, no, not at okay. all. All right. What um, what led no. you to go ahead? I, I chose that uh, because uh, uh, we had boats in the family. My grandfather specifically had always had a boat. He loved to fish. Mm-hmm. Um, when, we went to, when we went to the boat, I, I, lo- I loved the boat and uh, decided that's what I, well, I, once upon a time I wanted to be an architect and then I kind of, combined being an architect and and my love of boat yeah um to want to become a naval architect were you good at drawing as a kid uh at drafting yeah yeah like i mean i you know freehand drawing no yeah but, but like uh, like doing blueprints and stuff you always, did you already have a yeah. knack for that kind of yeah i was pretty i was pretty good at that that's cool I that like is that. cool i always yeah. wanted to do that I when a i was a technical kid. drawing class in high school it was kind of fun really like, is that where they would draw stuff? on like the square page thing Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like measure stuff and draw it out. Like yeah, before yeah. they had CAD. Before they had CAD. <laughs> so dude, I'll tell you that I took one of those classes one time in school. And the only reason I took it is because they had a sneaker design and it was like part of the class. And I I ate it up. I was I'll tell you, I killed it. Did a bunch of great sneakers. I'm talking about Etnies, DCs, threw a couple J's in there. I'm honestly, I might just do it for fun because I love shoes. I you love do it on sneakers. the Nike website now. For real? Yeah, it's You fun. never did the Nike ID? No. You don't know anything about this? No. It's so, and you can do it They have their own too. gift cards. My buddy gets me a gift card every once in a while. Uh, it'll be just a Nike ID gift card. And then you go to Nike ID and you pick the shoe and then you do everything. You pick the material, everything. the color, the laces. You can put words on it. Really? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the more you, you do, do, the more expensive. Fun. Like, you don't have yeah, to that's what it. I do. Same. But I does do, Nike do Land ever, Rovers and Nikes. Does Nike ever look at them and say, wow, great design. Join join our join our company and let us pay you. No, Perhaps you have not. to. Yeah. No. Draft. They're like, oh, yeah. you're the... 45th person to think of all red with a little black Congratulations. <laughs> yeah yeah um all right so very nice so let's keep it going then don so you're at your so first off web is pretty tough to get into so can you yep. tell us like what was the process getting in there and then how did you like it um the process of getting in you had to get a really good sat score yeah do you remember um, you had to have good grade. well the sat score was most important in good grades then you had to interview with the president of the school Ooh. the president of the school was a retired admiral whoa so uh it was yeah he was a little bit intimidating sure get all dressed up oh yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. well back then you know suits for everything yeah. um but uh he was on the board of directors of a correspondence course. When I was a sophomore in high school, uh, I talked my, my parents into letting me take a correspondence course in yacht design. This is basically by mail. So they'd mail you the work, 
you do it. They mail you the text and everything. You do the work. You mail it back to them. They grade it. Whoa. Of okay. like, of, of designing yachts. No, yeah, yachts. Yeah. That's wow. So cool. That is, yeah. that is pretty That's cool. That's really cool. Right. Like, I would love if my kid was into that. I'd be like, hell yeah. Show me what you, what, what is this? So wait, they would give <laughs> yeah. you like, they would give you like the specs and stuff that they wanted for the yacht and say, hey, show us what, like, Honestly, how many how many kids did they steal work from? <laughs> they were like, here's a free workforce. Who wants to design yachts? You, know, you can just do child labor if you tell them you'll grade the labor. <laughs> well, I, 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 I don't know how many kids were, were taking this course. It Thousands. No, it had to be. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't intended for kids. But anyway, so the, the so Admiral Brockett from Web Institute was on the board of trustees for this company that, that had this correspondence course. So it gave me something to talk to them about for the interview. Oh, and, wow. And I guess it was enough. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's a yeah. good topic. Yeah. Like, hey, I used to do those submissions. Wow. But yeah. It, yeah. So that, yeah. It was, we, you know, but uh, honestly, that probably, that probably signaled to him, like, this guy's, he, he's serious. Like, if some kid's yeah. willing to do this. You know, like he wants, he wants to be, he wants to learn this at least. Well, everybody, everybody that goes to, to, well, not everybody, but a lot of every anybody that loves boats and wants to design yacht wants to go to Web Institute and then be a yacht designer. But that's not what they train you, train people to do. They train them to design, you know, uh, high, highly sophisticated naval ship. Uh, I did merchant marine uh, commercial ship, um, but you know, oil tankers and cargo uh cargo ships and container ships and not yacht and every once in a while there's a guy that uh oh, bigger know, than yachts yeah sorry five football yeah. fields get sized boats <laughs> and every once in a while there's a there's a guy that uh you know fucks the bucks the trend and does uh, uh end up with a career in yacht design but it's pretty rare is it i mean is yacht design where the money's at or is no, it no 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 no, yeah, no, I was no, gonna no. Say. Do you like hanging out with oligarchs yeah yeah now you'd have to think if you got a government contract designing cruisers they'd be like yeah here you go you know well who knows but so okay so then before we get too far don what was that sat score yo yeah i, I wanted to know that too uh it was only 1300 something like 1360 out of what 1600 oh okay yeah, the old classic boy did everyone yeah. here took the classic one it was like yeah. a few years after us that they changed it to like 2400 yeah I they think. had three sections you had a, a written section yeah I never thank god that. i didn't have to do that i would they would have given me a seven yeah <laughs> do you remember what you got on the sats justin me yeah i'm brilliant what'd you get i got 1290 damn it i got 1220 just under son of a bitch i also yeah, took them so- in ninth grade yeah, so, so thirteen fifty wasn't wasn't all that uh, stellar, but uh, I guess it was the uh, the correspondence, correspondence yeah. course that got me in. Hey, there yeah. you go. He saw yeah, you did the extra work, but Web Institute, like yeah, you did classes, and it's and it's really like the the classes are small, right? Like the grade sizes, I should say, are small, right? Like there's yeah, not a well, lot of yeah. There is there are four classrooms in the entire college, Whoa. one for each one for each grade. Wow. Um, my graduating class was 16. Damn. Wow. Uh, started out, as, I think, started out as 24 and, you know, along the way, oh. we lost a third. Yeah. Um, wow. How did everyone come out for drawing boats? No. Well, it's, it, 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 it's, it's not a real college. <laughs> so that, you know, there's no oh, they, social life. Yeah. Uh, it's a bunch of nerds. It's a bunch of nerds. 
whatever dude uh, people knock that stuff i mean i bet you guys had a blast and hung out and but you also was if like you do I, something you love you don't work it like you like yeah, doing it right yeah, exactly. yeah if you meet and if you're with other people that like it too it's all you know and i've met your one buddy your one buddy comes to the house on the fourth of july that yeah, you're still Heron. friends with Heron. yeah he was a web guy right so like yep. You're yeah. still buddies with these guys even years later. You know what I mean? So it's, it is a bond you form. But I want to talk about this because, and I found, I thought this was awesome. So you would be at web during the year, but then summer break, you would have to like, you would, you had like a different job, like yeah. in between every summer break. Right. So can summer you break rem- and winter break, winter oh, break. Oh, wow. Semester start, semester ended right before Christmas. Um, we got a week or so off for Christmas. And then uh, in the beginning of January, we had to report to, uh, for a, a winter work term is what it was called. Wow. And the freshmen worked in the shipyard as a laborer. The sophomores went to sea on a ship for 60 days. For 60 days? Wow. And then the juniors and seniors worked in a design office. Wow. All right. And, and yeah. And uh, so I also, yeah, we also had a, like an eight week, because the school went, yes, second, the spring semester didn't start until the beginning of March. So it ran almost all of june it was like late june until we got out so we only had like uh eight weeks or so in the summer wow um, so and i would work you know i would get jobs then as well in design man, offices you must have just been a working fool man what what so on do you remember kind of like what did they have because dude i love that like on the waterfront one of my favorite movies of all time but still like when you see like the shipyard and the naval yard and you hear like that stuff like that to me just sounds cool. There's tons of huge oh, machines cool. and boats and and sailors, you know, it's thro- eating spinach and cold whatever. And dirty. <laughs> oh. Did you ever uh, go visit the boats on the Jersey side? No. My grandfather was on the USS New Jersey and uh, all the time when I was little. And then you can still do it now. He would take us and we'd go walk through the boat and you could see the bunks and go through the whole thing. Oh, I've been through the Jersey. That. I've been through the Cincinnati. And I've yeah. been through the another couple. Didn't we ones. have the one that survived Pearl Harbor in 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 the Navy Yard for a while? No, it survived Pearl Harbor. I thought I wasn't there. I one yeah, I don't know who survived Pearl Harbor. I was thinking. I thought the there was one still at the bottom of the harbor. Survived the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, but okay. So, what was it like working in the Naval Yard? Like, do you remember like the manual labor tasks that you had? Well, yeah, it was uh, also you know, like you're like tools, grinding and yeah. um, not too much welding. I wasn't uh, talented enough for that. Um, but it was a lot of, you know, go get me, uh, go get me a screwdriver, go get me a socket. Right. Yeah. You know, the helper, you just, uh, you know, you're the gopher. Yeah. Um, but you got to see them like working on the ships and the equipment and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And it was, it was, it, it's interesting because, uh, you know, I grew up in a nice, uh, calm, middle class household. Yeah. Yeah. In a middle class community. Yeah. Um, but in the shipyard I got to meet uh the low lights. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I would love Oh, begins. I would love to see the characters walk hanging around the shipyard. Justin, we would fit right in. Uh, shipping company is my first job at a high school, and you meet the lowest of the low and the <laughs> funnest of the fun. Man, I met a guy who literally would start shaking like 10 minutes before the shift ended because he needed alcohol he needed or he was going to die. Really? Oh would, we told him like he would shuffle to the parking lot. Wow. And what, he'd probably have a booze in his car or something. Or something. We yeah, worked at a car down the street. 
Yeah. Oh, there was. We worked at a, yeah. a cold storage facility. It was negative 20. The man rocked no headgear. He went in just coat, just coating alcoholism, just powering him through the day, yo. Wow. He was the ice man, yo. He Woo. was like, he was like, I started working there when I was 19. He was probably, a, I mean, he was, if he was 45, he looked 70. <laughs> and, uh, there's, there's a, I, we, I call there's them heroes pros. on the docks. Yeah. I call them pros. There's, there's like, I, like I worked at some bars where like people thought they had a drinking problem and I'm like, bro, you don't even know where the pros drink. You know what I mean? Like there's some people that it is, it's a deal. It's a real deal, you know, especially commitment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's some Irish guys that would come into Grams that I'm like, I don't know how, like, I don't know who, who made you, but this is, I don't know. But either way. So you're kind of like playing the gopher and stuff at, at on the naval yard and then so that was the first year you go back to school and then in at the school are your note like you're de- you're definitely noticing like your responsibilities and the school work you get generally like gradually increase and like you're learning more and is it like you know you're are you starting to develop and work on like big projects or is it still kind of just the chopping wood like normal curriculum it's pieces it's, yeah. it, it, you know, when I worked in the design office, um, the big project, when I, fr- my first job in the design office, they were designing a uh, troll boat that our Navy was selling to the Saudi Arabian and they were being Whoa. built in Wisconsin. Um, our, the task in my department was the weight estimate, the weight of the weight of the ship or the boat is very important. Yeah. Um, so, and it wasn't just, you know, I, I was a naval architect, naval architecture student. The other guys I was working with were mechanical engineers and uh you know just other engineers that um in because the work wasn't that hard i mean it's just like you know figure out go through the plans figure out what's in the space and figure out how much it weighs yeah yeah um how many bolts how many yeah yeah exactly weigh it and tell me how many there's a file cabinet there how much does the file cabinet weigh yeah yeah full or empty wow that's incredible i mean like so you're just doing you know running tests all day but that's pretty cool but so well, then, well, this also, like, I, you're still pretty, like, I mean, from as much as I've known, you've been pretty good at math, but I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming mathematics has a ton to do with this. So, like, have you, do you like math or is it just something you're good at or what do you think? I am good at it. Yeah. I mean, I don't dislike it, but yeah, but I'm, not, I've, I've got an aptitude for it and I'm good at it. And it yeah. certainly is important or it was cultivated during my, uh, you know, my work as a naval architect. Yeah. Nice. All right. Very good. Then, uh, okay. So you're, so I, let's talk about this then. You did 60 days on a ship. Yes. So I, I'll say this, right. I'm 5'11", so I'm pretty <laughs> tall and, you know, oh, I know, I know nice. and claustrophobia is big for me. Don, what are you like? Six two, maybe six, six one. three, six one, six one. But like, Don, you're a tall, Don, you respectable person. Don, Matt you, lies what? all the time. Don um, can be six four if Matt's five eleven. I'm That's fine. Five eleven, and Don is a respectable six two. But Don, when <laughs> you're like. You know, you're a taller guy. What was it like? Like, or was it pretty cramped on the boat? Like, what was the deal there? I didn't think so. Where I thought it was cramped when I was in the Philadelphia Navy Yard, another, our government was giving some World War II. This is in the mid 70s. Okay. Our government was giving some World War II submarines to uh, one of the countries in South America, Chile or Peru or one of those. Yeah. Giving it to them, but the country had to pay to overhaul it. So, <laughs> so that was creating work for the shipyard. 
So they're just like, it's kind of like junk removal, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you got to get it there. Like, we'll give it to you, but we got to pick it up. We're not just going to drive submarine. you the submarine. Yeah, yeah, the World War II submarine That's was fair. really, really cramped. Oh, well, the average height. When I was, was on a World War II submarine, yeah. when I had gotten there, they had already ripped everything out of it, all the machinery and stuff that they were going to replace and rebuild. Yeah. And it was still cramped. Just the oh. hole. Just the hole itself is oh. tiny. God. Yeah. It, that was that was tight and and like you the, that, yeah. the, the naval ships are a lot more uh confined than commercial ships like you yeah. said the battleship new jersey you look at those bunks yeah and uh, i couldn't do yeah it. i mean they're 20 inches wide and uh, oh i couldn't do it yeah, it's just a cot on the wall yeah bro oh dude even the thought of that gives me heart palpitations i can i'm not <laughs> really do you get like nervous in elevators oh bro i'm like oh so overly claustrophobic like really oh yeah i'll have like anxiety like a sleeping bag dude I'll, i don't know i, I haven't been in okay. a sleeping bag in a while but uh-huh. dude i'm like i had to get a uh an mri done what's the one where they put you in the thing yeah, yeah. mri yeah, right, right, bro. I almost jumped out of that thing. I was like, really? Get out of here now. I was bridges. You afraid of bridges? Eh, not big ones, you know. <laughs> There's a smothering concept of wrestling. Wonder if that's psychosomatic. Matt, you're the only one. I know, but yeah. So, all right, let's keep it moving then. So, what? So, when you're on the ship, you're on the ship for 60 days. You're what, like 19, 20 at this point? I celebrated the- my 21st birthday in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh. I, place to do it. I sailed yeah. on. <laughs> Well, drinking age was 18 then. Yeah. Uh, in, oh, some, yeah. in some states. In some yeah. states, including New Jersey. Including New um, Jersey, yeah. I yeah. So did I, you go out and get hammered on your 18th? Did they um no. When did you first buy alcohol legally, Don? <laughs> I don't remember. Because you would have been 18 if you were living in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. The the law turned to 18 when I turned 17. Oh what was it before that? 21. Oh, really? so it dropped down the year before. Yeah. Yeah, you never hear that. You hear the opposite of all the kids who like smoking just kept getting pushed further and further for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's wow. a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, that was that was a Vietnam thing because they were drafting eighteen year olds and sending them to Vietnam, and you know they couldn't vote. Yeah, they couldn't drink, but they yeah. they, could, they could get drafted and yeah. get shipped halfway around the world to get shot at. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's when. Uh, well, like, fine, we'll let you drink, but you're still getting shot at. Yeah. All right. Well, they yeah they let them drink and let them people drink and let them vote and they also didn't have photos on the ids back then hmm. no no when you turned 18 you had to go get a a, a special um id from the uh police station alcohol whatever it was the l not the lcb it's the lcb in pennsylvania but uh it was like the alcohol control board maybe in jersey yeah. you had to go get it you had to go get an id huh. interesting man that's cool so all right so either way what can you kind of, do you remember like what life was like on the ship like what was your daily routine and like what kind of things did you have I, to do yeah i wasn't crazy about working on the ship yeah i wouldn't um be it's well you're on the ship with 30 guys Ooh, fun. okay i was i was on right. i was on a, a <laughs> 600 foot long oil tanker wow that was owned by mobile Ooh. and its job was to go up and down the coast basically the refineries are in texas it would bring uh, refined products gasoline and diesel and heating oil yeah. From Texas up into the Northeast. Oh. Um, How long would the trips take? Five to seven days, depending on where they were going and where they were coming from. So like Philly to Texas, five days? Yeah. And then back five days, obviously. Yeah. Wow. So you guys took the trip from Philly to Texas. Uh, well, I guess you were out there 60 days. Would you take it like four times? Uh, no, I I was all over. I started like I, I went, I met the ship in Portland, Maine. Okay. 
Oh. I went from Portland, Maine to Beaumont, Texas. Wow. And then from there, I went, I don't know, I went to Providence. I went to Albany. I went up the Hudson River when there was, the ice was a foot thick. Whoa. Um, which was interesting. Um, went to New York, uh, Staten Island a few times, Delaware City, um, Fort Everglades, Fort Lauderdale. Um, mm-hmm. That's where I spent New Year's Eve. Huh. Man, that's um, cool. There was something wrong with the boiler. We tore the boiler apart New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Um, so, to, but... Is but yeah, kinda... I was I was like I wasn't part of the regular crew. Yeah. So I was like extra you're baggage. Like, you're like so the they to... didn't have a whole lot for me to do. Yeah. Were the um, veterans kind of like you know would they sneer at you a little bit? No, like, no, they hey, were kid. they were helpful. They were helpful. They were good. Okay. Um, because um, well, a lot of the the officers, the engineers, and and the the um, the mate were uh, graduates from the Maritime Academy, Kings Point or New mm. York Maritime Academy. Or Massachusetts Maritime. So there's a handful of schools that trains people to be to operate ships. Yeah. Okay. Where I as a naval architect, I learned to design and build ships. Okay. But these guys, you know, and it all it all you know inter- intermingles and you know yeah. overlap. But yeah, so there 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 was you know there was a respect there. Yeah. Um. They knew what you were doing. They knew. And but it was like yeah, and I had and passage. I had a project. You know, basically, yeah, they, when, when the school gave me a project that I had to do while I was there. So uh, I, they made me go stand and watch, four-hour watch, four hours on, eight hours off. Nice. Oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, they would let me work on my project watch when I w- was my watch. Pirates? Pirates. Icebergs. What are you watching for? Um, watching the machinery to make sure the machinery doesn't, you know, overheat. Uh, okay. The boiler doesn't run out of water. I didn't know if they had you like up at the top, you know, with like binoculars. No, that's a deck. I was in the engine. I was in the engine crew. That's a deck crew. So you were on engine watch. You got to watch that. I was on engine watch. Woof. In the engine room. No, thanks. It was hot. It smelled. (laughs) I would not want to do that. Oh, my God. Just being in that room. I'd be like, you're in the middle. You're in the bottom of this damn thing. Ugh. If something springs a leak, you're the you got to go a long way to get out of there. Yeesh! Even think about that. Woof. So, so all right. At the bottom of the boat, was it like more pressure? Do you Ooh, feel good more question. pressure in your head or anything? Well, no, no, because you're inside. It's not that. I mean, on the outside, yeah, the water pressure was, you know. And this and this ship, the ship that I was on, um, drew like uh, 30, 35 feet. Oh, like so 35 means... feet of the boat was underwater. Yeah, 35 feet wow. was underwater. Wow, that's three stories. Three stories underwater. That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It, was... it doesn't affect. Oh yeah, I guess the same thing with planes, right? It's not like well, it's yeah, six hundred like feet long, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Six hundred feet long. It was, you know. Oh my gosh, crazy. All right, so let's take a little break. It's now time for everyone's favorite segment. It's J Dubs questions, asking some questions. J Dubs questions, a new favorite segment. Jada question. I gotta stop calling that a new segment, but it's time for everybody's yeah. favorite segment. It's Jalen Dubs questions. Exciting. Yeah. Uh Jalen's question segment. Don, Justin's gonna ask you some questions and uh, you know, feel free to answer or not. Either or way, don't. it's gonna be great. <laughs> Justin, take it away. Don, when's the last time you stole something? Whoa, don't say my mom's hot. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty honest. I, I don't you know steal not like they don't you know take yeah. things that i'm not supposed to take but did you ever take something like a collectible from like a ship or the dockyard or something like that that you kept as like a keepsake you ever stole anything from a store no mm-hmm. hey, i this is like the third time i've asked this question nobody stole anything my own well i've stolen many things from many stores i mean you are, yes, limited, yeah, you, you are one justin but 100 percent a little 
Fair enough. But, you know, it is what I mean. I stolen a ton of shit, too. And look at me. I have a wife and I own a house and a kid. Like, <laughs> come on. You know, even a garbage can gets a steak. You know what Don, I'm saying? Don, if you could if you could party with any president, which one would you pick? Oh, great oh, question. Good question. Yeah. I, I know exactly who I'm taking. I don't know. Probably, I don't know. Kennedy? Oh, <laughs> Same choice, Don. Same answer. Hey, Rob, we're going to have shivers and get weird with my brothers. <laughs> I want to know who answers that question, Richard Nixon. Uh, <laughs> dude, Nixon probably party too, though. He probably got yeah, really. He dude, tried I'll on TV. You, I'll tell you, Billy. Hey, he Billy, was busy stealing stuff. Takes a yeah. strong man. Hey, takes a strong man to cry on TV. Yeah, I'm not man, a problem. Man, man cried on TV, got on a plane, or got in the helicopter and just flew away. It was like, I'm not a president anymore. Yeah, dude. How, like, people think we have it bad now. But legit, the president had an emotional breakdown on television, quit being the president, and then <laughs> left on a helicopter. That was the kind, you know, like I, you know, say what you want, but I mean, you can't. We're not, we're not there yet. But yeah, I mean, yet. That's but, true self care. Good old yeah. Nixon, dude. I'll tell you, I bet Billy Clinton threw down at a party. Billy Clinton could party. It was a party. Oh, oh wow, Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, wow, we- Bill. We, 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 never found, we never found like out what really happened at chill. Greg Norman's house. What was that, Don? We never found out what happened at Greg Norman's house. Clinton was partying there. He fell down the steps or something. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or he did. Mm. Clinton fell down the steps? Mm. Allegedly. Allegedly. He didn't inhale. I'll tell you that. What about uh? What about you, Banana? Who are you partying with? Oh, bam. I don't know. I don't want to party with any of those old white men. You don't want to throw... Wait, if it what? wouldn't be Kennedy, I honestly, yo, you know, George W. Bush would be like so fun to party. <laughs> you know, honestly, that is really true. He'd be a blast. You know, it'd be so cool. Honestly, I thought really about, fun. I thought about Ulysses S. Grant and Andrew Jackson for some reason. The only thing is, then, then you gotta like <laughs> catch them up to like, like they're probably cool, but like they're kind of cool. It's like, hey, you want to go duel a guy? And I'm like, I don't know if I want to duel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like, we can murder people, I guess, but like, you know. Grant was, first time. Grant was an alcoholic, right? Yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, he was. He loved. He loved some of the hooch, baby. Doesn't. Dude, I'll tell you too. I guess the 15th president of the United States, James Buchanan, was. He was like. Uh, he was gay, right? Like openly gay, right? And he was like with. Uh, like he would. He, I guess he would like. He was with an Alabama senator and. A I forget who it was, but they would openly call him Mrs. Buchanan in like the Aww. House of House of Commons. It was hilarious. So either way, let's keep it on moving <laughs> on down the road. How many uh like like you know it's uh it's not like uh like a dire left threatening situation, but like there's some heavy stakes on the line, you know, Don. How many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches could you eat? Wow, wow. Maybe one. I don't like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Matt's Matt's life is on the line. And you gotta put down seven. Could you do it? Oh <gasps> wow. Probably not. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Take it easy. What if I let you toast the bread? No? No. I like peanut butter now more than I used to. I don't really mm. like jelly at all. Never did. Really? What about fluff and butter? No. Wow. <gasps> what kind of sandwiches are you eating, Don? Uh lunch meat and cheese. Right. Bologna okay. and cheese. Fair enough. When I was well, a kid, yeah, bologna, bologna and cheese, pressed ham and cheese. You like liverwurst? Glad you call it. Glad you call it. No, I don't like liverwurst. My father did. The lunch meat liverwurst that was cold, like in that tube. Yeah. You take the knife. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever, who ate? My dad whoever... got me liking that. What? My mom liked it. Yeah. Lebanon, Lebanon. How about Lebanon, Lebanon bologna? Lebanon bologna. I used to that was spicy mustard. Get out of here. Oh. You know, I haven't had liverwurst. Darn good. You know, I haven't had it in a long time. See, that's the other thing. 
exactly and i didn't hate it that much when i was a kid because like sometimes we wouldn't have food and there'd just be liverwurst you'd be like all right this is what's going down a little toast a little butter a little liverwurst not that bad what about olive loaf anyone have an olive loaf? pimento loaf i've Whoa. never had it Weird. i would probably try it yeah it's, you, yeah you. it's it's weird those eye yeah. ties they like to put their olives in their food it's weird Ew. yeah 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 how about it them and those you know whatever but yeah, you're right. So yeah, gross. But uh, liver, I don't know. Not a fan. And <laughs> no, liver worse? Yeah. Not so much. The Lebanon bologna, shout out. Sleeper good lunch meat. And I'm really happy that we all say lunch meat and not cold cut. No, it's, no, we're yeah. not, it's not 1930. My no. grandfather called it cold cut. Well, who the hell is he? You know? I mean, isn't he a World War II vet? Wasn't World he a War? Uh, Korea. War. Korea. What, Don, was your dad a uh, World War II vet? No, my father was, uh, he was uh, in the Navy war- during the Korean War. Both uh, my grandfathers were in the Navy during the Korean War. But he was in Africa. Ooh, uh, he didn't mine? have to go to Korea. Shout out to Or him. anywhere near it. Fan of the show. Shout out Mozambique, I believe, is in Africa. Yeah, sure is. Very nice. All right, Justin, keep going. Um, how long do you think you could live inside of a Buffalo Wild Wing? Whoa, no more TJ Fridays? I like to change up the restaurant. I like plenty of beer, plenty of wings. Yeah, there's TVs. Yeah, week or two. People can come visit you. You go to the bathroom and like shower during closing time, you know, and they got beer. Yeah, yeah, I don't don't, don't, don't see an issue there. Yeah, you go on at least 14 days. Yeah, easily. Maybe I don't know. Deep peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Gotta see what the sleeping accommodations are like. Oh, yeah, your back's going to be murder sleeping, sleeping on the bar. Oh, true, man. True. You probably pick, like, a nice comfy booth the first night, and by the third night, you're like, I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. the booth sleeping's going to be rough in the... Uh... Yeah, if you could bring an air mattress, that's a game. <laughs> well, um, oh, I'm sorry. What the hell was I just going to say? Um, would you rather have to wear a cowboy hat every time you leave the house or get a QAnon tattoo on your forearm? <laughs> wear a cowboy hat. Yeah. You don't have to wear it indoors. Someone said QAnon though. Believe that. <laughs> Forget who it was. Someone the did say Q, QAnon. right on the right on the old forum. Someone did say QAnon. I forget I guess who you it was. You could wear long sleeves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could hide it. I forget who said QAnon, but you know, sorry, keep going. Um, I have more. Um, would you rather have more legs or more arms, Don? But I don't know. Makes as much difference. Arm. Yeah. There you go. Do more things. Do you have any uh do you have any questions for me? Where'd you come up with these questions? I usually sit here like an hour before the show and listen to weird YouTube songs and um just write them down as I think of them. Yeah. I have a bunch of more weird ones, but I don't want to get real weird. Yeah, thanks. When's the last time, Don? When's the last time your mom saw you naked? Jesus Christ. Probably when I was a baby. Don's face is wonderful. I was less than 10 years old, I would presume. Okay. No, I mean some people, you know, it's after 10, not me. But some people, man. So, all right. Well, that was another rousing segment of Jadam's <laughs> questions, asking some questions. Jadam's questions and new favorites. Jadam's questions. All right, let's keep moving. So, Don, you just got done 60 days on a ship, right? You're heading back. You're going to web, right? And now you're, you know, you're still studying. But after this, you would kind of move more into the design realm. Am I right? Yes. Like, so, all right. So we'll do one more. What was your, like, so after this, they would have you, like, in the, kind of in the offices, starting the design process and learning from the vets there and everything like that. How did that go? That was good. That's what I wanted to do. Actually, um, like I said, I talked about the, the weight estimate, which was a big deal. And, you know, um, I, but since I was, uh, since I was a naval architecture student, they let me do tank capacities because I knew the math that you need to do 
to figure out to calculate the capacity of an irregularly shaped tank. Like in like an like like in the tank. bottom of like on the bottom of the of the ship. So it's got the shape of the ship on two sides or three sides. Oh wow. So man, that and then you would have to like you would be able to do the math that would calculate the amount of fluid or whatever would be yeah. held in the tank. But the volume of the space was, yeah. Man, nice. that's pretty cool. I would God. fail so hard at this job. I know. I love, like, I would love just to have that knowledge. Like, I thought about, like, I don't know, just, like, the math you need to be able to do that. It's incredible. incredible and what would stuff. be inside the tank? Oil or water. Oil, or... water. Yes, yeah, so you just have, like, the weights and the volume. Yeah, it's like an equation for all of it, but you have, and then calculating the, how do you calculate the inside of the tank? Like, the shape? Like you get, you, you, you get, you figure out what the dimensions are, and then there's a, a formula, it's called Simpson's Rule. Ah, which is Simpsons rule. Well, it's it's calculus. Basically, it's uh, derived from calculus. It's what none of us will understand if you explain. No, <laughs> not a chance. Yeah, I'm, try, to I'm trying to remember because it's been years since I've done. I'm like one third the to... common interval times. Uh, ah, the interval factors. Ah, yeah, I, I understood what you said. Times. I got to uh, geometry two, and I think that's where about I stopped. <sighs> I I barely got through algebra two, and it was only because the wrestling coach was the teacher. Shout out, Shets, fan of the show. So. Nice. All right. So you graduate school, you're high on the hog. I mean, like the amount of studying you had to do to get through web, was it like, like, would you say over a thousand hours? Um, sure. Sure. sure it was probably, it was probably like 40 hours a week during, you know, during the semester it was 40 hours a week of studying, of studying. Wow. And well, it's, it's studying. And then, you know, um, it evolved junior and senior year. It evolved into project work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you start doing little projects and design little you know design stuff and have you over the years like because of like technology and things like that have you had to like relearn the same thing on different systems a few times since then well since i don't do that stuff anymore uh i'd be lost i wouldn't be able i wouldn't be able to i'm sure you could pick it up though if you tried i mean i could do it the the old-fashioned way (laughs) hey sometimes the old-fashioned way is the best way you know what i'm saying so all right let's keep it on moving on keep it on moving down the road So you're done college, you graduate, you're done studying 40 hours a week, you're moving on. So after college, you would, uh, you become a naval architect for a transporting company, right? It's called Sun Transport. Yeah, it was a division of Sun Company, which is Sunoco. Okay. Um, And they had a division that owned and operated a fleet of tankers, oil tankers and um, oil barges. And tugboats. Wow. So what would, like, as a naval architect, what would be your, like, what is your, well, like, what were we, your responsibilities? Uh, um, you know, I was fortunate that that company was, was still building ships. So I would review all the plans. The shipyard, you know, would um, prepare all the plans, and then they'd send it to us, the owners, for review and approval. Yeah. So and you're, and I learned how to review them and how things all went together and, um you know, I would review the plans and Were tell you, them what I thought. Okay. And did you have like, how you're probably like what, 22, 23 at this point? 23. I graduated and, from college at 23. Man. So then, okay. Eventually you would design, like you design ships and you would build a barge in, in Louisiana, right? Yeah. I built the barge in Louisiana. I was, uh, I was over 30 then. I was like 32, oh, 33. Okay. So you'd been working for the sun company for a yeah, while, for right? a few years. Okay. So you're, so like you started off, like, you know, you're reviewing the, the work, like you're, you know, viewing the work, but like gradually progressing and, and like learning the ropes and things like that and working with the guys who've been there for a while. So eventually, like after a while, do they, they say like, Hey, you're ready. We want you to build like, you know, we think you're ready. You know, this stuff. 
Like, how about you try, you know, running a team and building building your own ship, and that's when you built the barge. Is that right? Yeah, I I, I asked for that opportunity, mm-hmm. um, you know, because they the company was deciding whether or not they needed somebody to go and manage it and oversee it. Um, it's you know it was um, you know yeah. not a requirement, but uh, it was something for investment. resume. So, yeah, they they sent me. Yeah. Uh, so I lived there for a year. And how do you um, like it? Um, it was good. Yeah. It was good. Certainly, you know, going to Louisiana was a different culture. Yeah. Um, different way of life. Yeah. Uh, it was nice, um, you know, being the owner's representative. So they all had to, you know, if they didn't respect me, would, they still had to be nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, Yuri, but Raising still, Cajuns. yeah, but still at this time, you're a young guy, right? You're, you know, like, you know, you probably had some guys who've been working on the job for a number of years. So, you know, I know this, like for me, like I remember talking to a buddy of mine who's, he's in a managerial role and one of his subordinates is, you know, they've been at on the job for like 25 years They're older than him, you know, and he even said, he's like, you know, I, whatever it is, I can't like, you know, I can't try to abuse authority. Like I have to let this person kind of gradually come to things on their own and, you know, like just let them do their thing and not overmanage them because that's when they'll get pissed off because they know the job. So for you as like a young guy, did you know, like, Hey, I got these guys know, you know, the guys that know what they're doing, I got to let them do what they're doing and just kind of put them in the right direction and, and respect the work kind of thing? Or what was your mindset going in? Yeah, that? well, you know, and working in the shipyard, being with the low lights probably, um, you know, helped out with that because I was learning. I was learning from guys. I learned how to roll a boiler tube from a guy who can count to 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was sad. It was, you know, I mean, you know, because he'd get up to 15. We were, we, you roll a tube, you put the tube in a hole in the boiler drum, and then you take a machine with a mandrel and that put flares it out and makes it tight. Yeah. So it doesn't leak. And he was good at it. Um, and after we got to 15, he'd ask me how many we did. He must and have just that was like, sad. That was sad. It's crazy to think, like, how did that guy get there? You know, well, he like, was good. He was good at it. He knew he and I he taught me how to roll boiler tube. Yeah. Probably loved it. But he, mm. you know, but he couldn't count, couldn't read very totally well either. Man. Probably couldn't read at all. Man, yeah. Hey. So you you know there's a, there's a lesson there you can you learn from everybody you meet yeah sure yeah. so okay so then you're finished with the barge you're you know you're a young adult and everything like that then you would eventually move up to a retail engineer for for still in you're still with Sun Transport was, but it, well it was, it was Snoko in 1989 is when the Exxon Valdez. I was gonna ask you if you were down in Louisiana when that happened. No, no, no. I was, I was back, I was back from Louisiana by then. Okay. Um, but when that happened, you know, and you know, the oil companies, uh, well, anybody that owned ships looked at that and said, you know, that was a tremendous. They, they recognized the risk of what they were doing. Um, you know, and you know, Exxon was probably the only one that was able to, uh, you know, uh, pay for that. And still say solvent you know that that accident could have wiped a lot of companies out yeah um so after that is when you know sun company uh kind of made the decision that they didn't want to have didn't want to own their own fleet of ships anymore yeah um that they'd be better off you know sub sub uh, contracting that activity out so um oh. so i was uh you know being fast on my feet i was able to uh get a transfer within the company to what is retail engineering and what that means is that involves the components to go into uh, um, storing and pumping gasoline 
and fuel. I have a random ass question. I'm sorry. Uh, how long can you store gasoline for before it goes bad? Um, great question. Yeah, I, I I don't know what the exact answer to that it does. You know, it, it deteriorates over time. Um, now, um, with the environmental laws, there's winter blend and summer blend. Um, so they have to. Uh, uh, I think they got to switch over to the winter blend by November 15th or something, and then they switch the back to the summer blend uh, by May 15th or something. So hmm. it set up you know such that um well and you know a, a tanker a tanker truck of gasoline that's eight thousand gallons eighty five hundred gallons um you know that gets you know that doesn't last a week oh and when they drop into the ground at like your average gasoline i don't know if you would even know this but like how much are they putting in you know eight thousand yeah, the truck is eighty five hundred gallons they're dumping the full thing in there and that's the yeah. full hold of that yeah because it's, it's gravity yeah. it's gravity like the guy um turns a valve and it's going it and not much out. is going to stop it yeah. so that driver he's got to make sure that there's enough space in the tank that he doesn't overfill, overfill. the tank Ugh. you know and there's uh you know there's a a, a valve that uh shows you the kind that, of... that st- that'll stop the flow like a flapper yeah. valve that'll shut off the inlet so the you, know, you can't put any more in the tank there's just, safeguards just to prevent you from spilling yeah they don't always not, work and they don't they're not trying to spill anything because I don't want to waste any right. money. So, but, okay. So, I let I do want to, if we can talk about this. So, what Justin was referring to and Don were Exxon Valdez, right? Is that they had had, they were transporting oil, to, oil on oil tanker ships, right? And then they spilled oil all in the ocean, right? Causing like a huge, you know, a huge disaster. And did it, did it hit something? What yeah, it ran into an iceberg. Ran into an iceberg. Ran into I mean, an iceberg. who doesn't? Right. Duh. I Ice mean, burger rocks or yeah, maybe it, was yeah, rocks. it had to be rocks because it was in the Gulf. Mm. So, but it was either Alaska. Way, oh, was Alaska? Yeah. yeah. Oh, why did I think it was in the Gulf of Mexico? There was another one that's there was another one in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Okay. That so, but either way, so they're transporting oil. So what happened was is that they got a lot of shit because it was their ships that crashed, right? Yep. So for all these big companies to prevent this moving forward, they sold all of their ships, right, and kind of had puppet companies created. So that it wasn't their name transporting right. the oil right. anymore, and right? They, they, the they don't know anything about it. <laughs> they don't know these guys, you know? It was Gary's hauling it, you know what I mean? So that was the kind of gimmick they were running, um, right? Not to Paul, but the Amazon does. You know how you see all those thousands of Amazon trucks? Yeah. They don't own any of them. Who does? Like Enter- Enterprise or uh, some of these third-party uh, rental companies like own DHL? all of them. Yeah, they own oh, all or do, do, do they lease them or do like, yeah, so uh, they're on rentals. So that again, like if you crash, you know, if, if or... that truck crashes and stuff, you don't sue Amazon, you sue. I wonder who's on truck. the I wonder who's on the hook for like the packages in there. Then it's gotta be Amazon. Oh, they carry they just insure the pack, you know what I mean? They just pay they insurance, insurance, yeah, for inside they pay the package, yeah. Man, I'll tell you, insurance is, fa- insurance is a fascinating, fascinating. But either way, so let's keep it moving. So you were, you did the retail marketing, and then after there, you left, and then this is you kind of did you moved from retail marketing to construction, right? So in '93, you were '93. Well, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was within the company. It was in their company trends. It was a promotion, actually. Um, Congratulations. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was project management, construction yeah. projects, you know, uh, gasoline stations, convenience stores. It, so, okay. washes. so this is something I do love about this show. And I've talked about this before is that it's we try to build scope to the world around us. Right. So mm-hmm. we have all been to a gas station. We've probably all been to a Sunoco. Right. And yeah. no one has ever I've like I've always thought, like, how 
how does this work? We drive up, we put a card in a thing, we grab a hose, we stick it in our car, it magically fills it up with this <laughs> liquid that, that can turn into fire, right? <laughs> then we put the hose back, we get a receipt, you sit in the car, and in my case, you put your foot on the brake and hit a button, and your car starts up and it's filled, right? No, and no point is anyone like, wait, like, what? Come on. How does this happen? So Don here is one of those that would build the whole thing. He would do, he was doing, I mean, you know, we'll get into it, but so what kind of, Don, how did you like it? Oh, and, I, don't, I don't know the answers to all those questions. I mean, it's yeah. uh, a lot, of, a lot sure. of electronic mumbo jumbo. Right, right. Um, but you, I mean, you were designing, putting, like you were designing the tanks that went in the ground that held the, the gas though, right? I wasn't designing the tanks. I was, you know, I, I mean, I know about the tanks. I bought the tanks. I've installed the tanks. Yeah, yeah. You didn't design. Okay, yeah, you're right. You didn't design them, but you installed and, and you know, put together the gas station. So kind of like when you're running a job site like that, what's the first thing that you do with when you're running a you know like a construction site like that first thing you do yeah like when you're there like if you're if you're building a gas station like what's the first part of building well okay i mean if you're going to start the construction part yeah it starts before that you start with the idea then you put the idea into a design okay then you got to permit the design okay and um who who clears the permit uh the local municipality oh so it's someone's job at the local municipality to say like all right this is up to code go ahead yes wow and a lot Man. of them don't a lot of them don't know like a lot of your local uh plumbers will be the piping uh will be the plumbing engine uh, plumbing inspector yeah and they don't know what they're looking at you know just know that as long as it doesn't they don't see any leaks go past you yeah, yeah um but yeah i mean so yeah so it's like so when you yeah so you have a set of drawings and a scope of work okay you send that out to contractors you get bids for it get prices for it okay you pick you pick your uh your winning contractor does, and and does personal relationships come into fact there like say you know like say you had a guy maybe a medium price but he like a medium price contract but you've worked with him before they do great work they're on time they don't bitch they they work in the out like kind of thing like does that come into play when you're sunoco hell yeah. no no <gasps> it was the cheapest whoever bid the lowest well yeah but you know they didn't let anybody bid you know the contractor had to be qualified yeah um, to be like sunoco branded well yeah it had to be qualified and you know and their contract was uh pretty you know pretty tight yeah, yeah, yeah um the company i'm working for now a smaller company um relationships are more yeah. uh, important in choosing the contractors yeah um certainly with some of my other construction uh positions relationships are more are an important part of the decision making and get it you know getting the job done yeah all right you know in construction there's no room for shortcuts yeah Oh, hey. Ever. If you're building a, you know, if you're building a gas station or if you're building a house or a convenience store or whatever, you know, there's, there's no shortcuts. No room hey, for shortcuts. Somebody's stuffing your walls with newspaper. Huh? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, right now, though, we're going to take a little break and it's time for our other favorite segment. It's Jenna's Cute Questions, Cute Questions Corner. Jenna Cute Questions, Jenna Cute Questions Corner. Cute. Jenna Questions Corner Cute. Uh, so now, Don, it's time for the show where Jenna's going to hit you with some questions that are going to be cute and you're going to get some cute answers and it's going to be cute. 
So take it away, Janene. Hi, Don. Hi. What's your sign? <laughs> My sign. Capricorn. Whoa. Capricorn. Uh, when's your birthday? December 30th. Coming up. Got any plans? Uh, still what? Three months, two months in it. Two months and two and a half months. We're away. doing New Year's at my house, Don. I just we're found doing New out. Year's at Matt's house. Okay, we're not talking about New Year's, Matt. We're talking about Don's birthday. Well, the, the thing is, having a birthday in December yeah, yeah. or December thirtieth. Yeah, if your birthday's the, in that week, you get to decide whether the or not worst you time yeah. because yeah, because of Christmas um, and New Year's. Yeah. No. And it's just, you know, too much partying and no. too much celebrating. Yeah. You need to take control of this day and make it your own. This it is don't. your day, Don. Well, I... Christmas, over. New Year's, not yet. This is the day of Don. The day of Don. Do something special. Yeah. The day of Don. That's what we're going to do. I'm here. Okay. I'm, hey, I'm with you. This is the first year and the first of many days of Don, you know? I mean, I'm, you know, it's the day of Don. I'll tell you, we had a guest in the show recently. I'm going to date us that aired today. Amy Weller, she was on the Girls' Night episode, which is available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. Uh, her birthday, December 24th. That's even worse. Even worse. <laughs> all your presents get compiled into one That's pile. That's tough. Yeah. I wouldn't that's have tough. it. Yeah. Like, this is for that. your birthday, and this is for Christmas. Also, or, like, never having a party. And like, yeah, like, yeah, when your birthday's December 30th, you know some of that food at your party is just leftover Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like i know where this ham's from yeah, yeah 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 i had this ham five days ago could you imagine though like competing with new with christmas eve and the birth of our lord and savior jesus christ i mean amy's got it tough real tough so i mean who's here now i'm here now this is yeah. my day this is what has to happen true don true take control yeah Don, stay. We're doing it. So, nice. All right. Keep going, Janine. Um, so, who was your childhood celebrity crush, Don? Childhood celebrity crush. Farrah Foss. No way. No. Rita Hayward. Oh, Derek, man. No. Uh, God. What was her name? Um, Diane Lane. No. And Bar- Margaret. Barbara Eden. Barbara Eden? Who is Barb? Who's Barbara Eden? Jeannie. Oh, G- from Jeannie. I Love Jeannie. Oh, I Dream of Jeannie. Great. Yeah. You looking at a poster of her now? I'm yeah, pulling her up. Talking to Don. Oh. Wow. She, I mean, you know. You don't remember the old I Dream of Jeannie? I remember I Dream of Jeannie. She also did a movie with the king, Elvis Presley. The king. He's the king. Okay. Dude, Elvis Presley's the king. Don't ever get Don, it. Don, how about now? Who's your right now celebrity crush you know. don't know if i have one maybe i've outgrown that stuff dolly part no this have you <laughs> seen this margot robbie done oh have you seen once a time in hollywood oh man no. i mean no let's talk about it her feet i'm not with it i'm not with it her feet mm. i don't want her, her feet i'm you know i'm not laura i'm not loris the clubfoot about feet but she don't got good feet. Just saying. Sir, if that woman came up to you, you would lick her. I would not. I'm married, Jana. Well, she's young. Wife. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could explain to me. I'd be like, Margot Robbie randomly came up to me. She was like, lick she my seems feet. Like she would understand. And you're not going to not lick Margot Robbie's feet. <laughs> Margot Robbie was there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Fan of the show. Listen to the show. What do you, so. uh, what's your favorite show on TV? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, what's your favorite show on TV? Who you like? My favorite show on TV. Yeah. Like, who's your favorite actor or act moment? Could be a movie, television star. You, they're big on the cooking shows. Yeah. Yeah. My wife Rachel likes the cooking shows. Television stars? Yeah. And well, I encourage that. Because what's that Italian bro? I like Gita, Gaida. Oh, Gia, oh, Gia, 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 Gia. Yeah, no, she, I'm sure she's high. You don't think her head's too big, Justin? 
Yeah, but like really? it'd be fun to watch her really? like, wobble Jana? around. Really? Her head's too big? She does have a big old I mean, coconut is head. is it not? Thank yeah, you. The, the cooking fact, that's the thing about the, all those cooking shows where they get you. It's like, you're like, because even like Rachel Ray will lord me. You're like, I yeah. could love her. Dude, <laughs> food they make, you're like, yes. It's like, a, like you know, like in the Looney Tunes when the pie would like make people float. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an allure to it. I get, I'm not hating on her. I just wanted to know I wasn't like the only one who saw that. No, I mean, she got a big old head. What? Right, Tiffany, cool. Tiffany, she is Amber, pretty. I'm not. Yeah, Tiffany Amber Thiessen had a cooking show. Just saying. Oh, my girl Anna has a cooking show on HBO, and I watch it. I love oh. Selena Gomez. <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her. Yeah. Selena I love her Gomez. So I love my girlfriend to death, but that is probably the only person I leave her for. You're an idiot. <laughs> Selena meant to be together. You will. You need never... a list. I have a list. You need a five-person list. That little you... big-head Spanish girl and me would make beautiful children together. You <laughs> will never do better than. Veronica no, Cavella. You will never no, do better than it's her. It's Selena Gomez, Veronica Cavella, the rest of the Earth's population. Giada. Giada. Big head Italian this. cooker. Yeah. Rachel Ray. Not Rachel no. Ray. No. Rachel, Rachel Ray, she was she was cute when she's young. I haven't seen her show recently. Yeah, but you know Rachel Ray and have dr- Yeah, she's mouthy, but like she'd be fun. <laughs> take rachel ray out for a couple Actually, she's, supposed a good a, time. she's supposed to be a wild woman yeah exactly you put a couple tequilas in rachel ray at a, at a tgi fridays on a thursday don we get nuts she looks wild yeah she'll drink and drive she'll do cool things <laughs> yeah she gets wild she probably has an entourage that she, yells she probably doesn't drink tequila and a husband oh. and she has a dog to me i mean in reality she's probably yeah yeah she's but probably who, like, already over the way she says stuff like nutrish Here's my dog boyfriend, oh. Nutrish. Shut yeah. up. I hate yeah. you. She probably wears Croc. Ew, I love Croc. I don't know what we're going to do with the rest of this. Um, but go ahead, Janet. Keep it on moving. Next question. Oh, gosh. Don, when's the last time you cried? Been a while. Cry or Don? When's the next time you're going to cry? <laughs> when this ends. <laughs> no, it's it's something my father kind of beat out of me. Yeah. Oh. Men don't okay. cry, Janet. It's back when men were men. That. Yeah. And women were also. <laughs> now women are men. Sure. Don, what do you find is the most important quality in your partner? Most important quality in my partner. I would say her third child. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not in your partner, but in a part. Something you always look for. Or you got to be able to cook. To help, the, help the people out who support. don't know. Support. It's somebody support. that has, has, has my back and, yeah. um, Vice versa. you know, is looking out for me. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. No, that is true. And Justin, like we said, you will never do better than Ever. Veronica. Ever. I'm under Sorry. no illusion of that. <laughs> I am fully very aware of that. I do every day. The reason I get up and go to work is for that reason. It's not for me. No, God, no. no. The God, only decisions no. I make, I've gone to the doctor and tried to improve myself. None of these things are for me. No. Mm-mm. I'd the be just fine that, living in that a car. for you is steal from all of Yeah. Because you know what? I, you know, they they're asking for it. I'll pay him back one day. One day I'll get hey, nice wow. and rich. So I'll come back in Wawa and be like, hey, remember me, Skippy? Hell. All right, Jana, what's your next question? Well, that's it. My cute questions corner has thank you. Very nice. Thank you for that, Janice. So let's keep it on moving on. You want to ask Don about his underwear choice? No, we don't. I wasn't going to ask these questions, but thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that, Justin. Um, All right. So let's keep it moving. So after, you know, you're doing the construction job for Sunoco 93, you then became an estimating manager for a general contractor. Yeah, after I got laid off at Sunoco, everybody got laid off whenever, you know, um, 
the economy tanks and we lay off people. And so, yeah, I got a job um, with a general contractor as their estimating manager, uh, managing three or four guys who were estimating. Yeah. So, what, so you didn't, so they, and you, you didn't like this, right? You no. didn't, you, so what, what, so like it was kind of, you were kind of just like, you know, it, it was guys going out and looking at an area being like, all right, well, we think it'll cost this to build this. Well, right? you, get, you, get, you know, usually, uh, you know, the owner sends a set of plans, says, I want to build this. What's your price? Mm -hmm. So um, the estimator's job should be is to figure out how much it's going to cost to build it. Uh -huh. And then it's a business decision on how much you're going to bid, how much profit you're going to make or strive to make yeah um because you you want to bid high enough that you make money low enough that you get the job yeah yeah then but okay so then you left there you weren't really happy there so you kind of left there right and then you did uh you know you you worked for like a construction company at a discount auto place but you kind of really went off into the realm like the construction realm doing different kind of different jobs there like building you were building hollywood videos for a little bit I right video stores i built auto stores um and then later on i built cookie stores well, cookies. yeah insomnia cookies nice yeah. you see that new one they have down by across the street from pat i saw the no, plans and the pictures I, was, I haven't been there and it wasn't mine what no. is insomnia cookies there's an uh, the best cookies ever. Where's this guy? So there's a, a cookie store in Maniunk. I used to live right up the street, like two blocks away. It stays open till three o'clock in the morning. They open till three o'clock in the morning. They do deliver. They deliver. They deliver. I could walk there because I live so close. And you can get they nice also have ice cream. Yes, they sell ice cream. It's a beautiful place. They're doing They're, wonderful and milk. things. They sell milk. Target oh, customer is drunken college students. Yeah. What? Most of open till three Most of their cookies. stores. It was founded by. It's founded by a guy um, who's your age now smart uh yeah same age. yeah he, he he found it when he was at penn um and uh you know build it up uh well, now it was when i was there it was 200 stores what wow yeah insomnia's yeah um yeah. and the college campuses people. yeah i mean they got the one on south street they got the one on maniunk um they got one in old city um, but they got one at Penn. They got one at Temple. Um, they're everywhere. Wow. Yeah, and those, and those they're open. Company. Yeah, they're open till three o'clock in the morning. They deliver. It's Damn. a great business model. I mean, who doesn't want cookies at two o'clock in the morning? Are they good cookies though? They're, yeah, they're good. so so good. They're and they serve them warm. Yeah, they come. Yeah, out that's it. That, that's the 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 key to insomnia cookies is they're warm. Now the key, if you haven't been, is you get a chip witch to go because they'll give you two cookies on the side and a big giant ass scoop of uh, ice cream in a cup. Versus if you order a chip witch, they'll give you like a little scoop of ice cream. They'll smash it between two cookies. You That's a good tip. You just get two cookies and a big scoop of ice cream for the same price. Get it to go. I like that. It's wonderful. I like that tip. Also, if, uh, if you know somebody there, you say ask for a family discount. And normally they'll just give it to you and it's like 30 because it's expensive. It yeah, is, definitely. but worth it. So family discount. All right. I'm just I'm just gonna say this. Okay. I've pulled up the website. I'm looking at it now. There is something called the Glampire Big Dipper. It's for a limited time only. Bite into your choice of four classic cookies, a cup of Glampire red velvet cookie butter topped with Glampire fancy sprinkle blend. And it's like a box. You got like a box of cookies. And then there's like a dipping thing on the side. So it's almost like Dunkaroos, but with cookies. Mm. Yeah, I, they know what they're doing. 
I feel like I have to order some now. Like, uh, the, honestly, some I now. looked. The closest one to me is in Conshohocken, near where Justin's jerk off ass. But... Yeah, I have. Yeah. A, there's a party on Saturday, Don. You're welcome to come too, and uh, you can come get some insomnia cookies while we're here. You have a party? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, we house. weren't invited. You are yeah, now? I was. I wasn't invited. You're invited right now. Wow, Justin. Well, no, I don't want a pity invite. <laughs> I do. See you Saturday. Come, text me. Come, wow. Steve's birthday. I'm working. Oh, it is? Yeah, bring the kid. Really? <laughs> Dude, one of my neighbors came to our parties, and they brought their kids. It was like not a kid party, and they like stayed really long. And I was like, their kids were like walking around. It's a lot of people doing things that like kids shouldn't be around. <laughs> Just like let it go. I was like, I guess our neighbors are cool. <laughs> or dumb. I know, yeah, yeah. like they like, and then they like realize, like, like see it in their face, like, babe, we shouldn't. I was like, you gotta take some food. Yeah. Wow. So, man. All right, insomnia cookies. Um, I don't know. I just it just got weird, but uh, yeah, I mean, great. If you need cookies and it's late at night, insomnia and crumbles. This new company that's coming up, trying to get in the cookie game. Yeah, I, I haven't explored this yet. Um, they have cakes too. Insomnia. Yeah. Guys, do you remember Cereality? The cereal place in uh Old City, not Old what? City, but Penn. Yeah. No. What is Cereality? The cereal store. You go in and they have all. Nice. They go in and you have all these different cereals, but then you can mix them and then you can put toppings in them and you can do all these crazy things like, oh, I want the gram, what are honey grams with marshmallows and chocolate chips. It was over. And then they had different kind of milks that you like pour in the cereal. They had a, like, they had a death by chocolate and it was uh, Cocoa Puffs, Count Chocula, uh, Cocoa Krispies with chocolate ugh. milk as the, yes. <laughs> and it was, I was like, Yep, yep. I loved that place. I was so upset when it closed. No, sorry, Jana. I loved it before okay. the Lord took milk from. Me. How about the you, Lord Don? Said you no st- more milk. You still ingest milk? Yes. Oh, I can't. <laughs> God took it, dude. I used to love ice cream, milk, all of it, and all of a sudden, my, my the Lord was like, "Your body will now turn it into lava." Wow. You know, coconut milk ice cream is really. It's good. not the same, and I don't want any of it. No, I've not tried at all. the almond. I've tried the oat. It's like it's like it tastes a little bit like milk, but it's not the same. Well, the coconut milk one is like creamier than like oat. Once you drink oats, I, want, I just want a regular old whole milk back. I know. Sorry. Lactate. You gotta take pills to drink. <laughs> milk yeah there's pills you take with it no they have lactate milk and lactate ice cream. uh it's it does all right and i've tried the a2 that's like a little better but again it's like seven dollars for a half gallon i'm like do i need cereal this bad in my life at this point i mean no but it could be a treat yeah so what are we even talking about i don't know the things Dude. i can't eat Man, well, milk, I mean, you know, milk's not for everybody, Justin. And honestly, you're probably better off without it. Also, eat Special K. So let's keep it moving. We're coming close. (laughs) So we're coming close to the top of time. Uh, I did want to ask Don a couple of questions before we get out of here. Let me bring them up and we're going to talk about them. So. Don, what was your favorite movie at the age of 10? We've already talked movies. about how much you love movies. Favorite movie at the age of 10? Mm-hmm. 10-ish. Yeah, ten, kid movie. Favorite movie when you were a kid. Would you really like watching? I don't think I had one. Would you really like watching? You were outside. He was outside playing. Yeah, I guess he was on a boat. Do you have a favorite book at the age of 10? Did you have a favorite rock to skip? I had. I did. My uncle gave me a book for Christmas one year. It was sports stories. Nice. And I read that over and over again. Nice. But like real sports stories or like, yeah, you know, uh, might've been like a hundred greatest athletes of all time or something. Yeah. So it was different sport. It was different sports. You know, I mean, I, you know, you know, I knew baseball and football and, but it was, you know, like 
you know, Jim Thorpe. And I was just going to ask, is Jim um, Thorpe number one? Yeah, you know, so track and field. Stand the um, man, stand the man, musical. Yeah, other other sports other than baseball and football. Nice, awesome, cool. I'm sure, Jim Brown was on there. Well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. All right. So then, uh, what is your favorite either movie now or book now or both? My favorite movie of all time is National Lampoon's Animal House. Oh, <laughs> nice. great flick! Absolutely great flick. That's a great movie. That is it. I'll tell you. That is a timeless classic. You can show that to anybody at any, like it'll, that, that, you know, stand well, it time. came out while I was in college and, you know, it just it was relevant. Mr. Blue Tars, <laughs> 0. 0.0. <laughs> no class is complete. And gentlemen, I'll be notifying your local draft boards of your expulsion. Yeah, love it. No, I, I mean, I'm still impressed that the scene where Belushi houses the whole thing in Jack. That was an actual bottle of Jack. How crazy is that? Oh, that was guy, it really? Yeah, that guy is on some stuff. Belushi knew how to throw down, baby. <laughs> so nice. All right, favorite movie of all time, Animal House. Love it. Great, great movie. Very nice. Love that answer. Yeah, very nice. Okay, Don, if you could give yourself a nickname, <laughs> what would it be? The only nickname I ever gave myself was when in college uh, I played Ultimate Frisbee and... <laughs> Really had it back then. Not, Our, not to be yeah, I played against the guys that invented the game. Nice, really, yeah. dude. Great game, by the way. Yeah, I played. I played against the guys that invented the game. Um, dude, that's incredible. Where was where? Oh wow. He went to a uh, guy whose name was his name was Evans or something on the back of his jersey. You know where he had his name. His name was God on the back of his shirt. Was God? God. Smart. If you're gonna come up with the sport, you know I invented it. Yeah, We're talking to like the ninth. Uh, ultimate went player of all time, right? Not of yeah. all time in far as points scored, but if all time of ever to have played the game. Yeah, like if you're the 12th guy, hey, hey guys, uh, you know, you picked me, I'm six, but all right, I'm the 12th guy ever to play, big deal. Nice. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so we were the vegetables. <laughs> and did you have a nickname yourself or your team I, name was the vegetables? I was tomato. <laughs> oh, the so Jersey sweet. tomato! <laughs> Not, hey man, Jersey tomatoes—they're the best. They're the best. They're the best. I don't even—I'm not even crazy about tomatoes, but I love Jersey tomatoes because they're not full of seed and mush. They're kind of I like the drumsticks of tomatoes. What'd you say, Jenna? I got some Jersey tomatoes for you. I bet you do. I like a good tomato. Very nice. All right, Don Tomato Lore, love it. And then, Don, if you could host a TV show, real or made up, what TV show would you host? What TV show would I host? Probably a sports show. Yeah. You'd be on yeah. SportsCenter? Sports Center or a pregame show? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet you and that Diddy. Price is right. You and Diddy would get along. Ray Didinger, you know? He was, yeah, I miss him now that he's retired. Oh, he was I best. do too. I miss Ray every Sunday. He was so great. So great. He, dude, him or Merrill. Could you imagine being on a show? With Dude, Meryl and Ray my, Dinger. Oh, would that be the greatest? My girlfriend, sorry to interrupt, but my girlfriend knows this guy who uh, somehow works with the Eagles. Meryl Reese did the introduction to his wedding. Like, you know, wow. like, for, for the first time, Mr. Oh. and Mrs. <laughs> And my girlfriend cool. showed me that, and I was like, we can't get married unless we can do this. Unless yeah. you can get me Meryl Reese to, to say my name out loud, I won't. I won't That's show really up. cool. Dude, I, I mean – that dude that is that's incredible that's incredible <laughs> i know uh some not as cool as that but jason bowers former guest of the show friend of the show uh when he got married his they had the philly fanatic came to his oh, wedding it so was, and he did shout with us and stuff it was awesome you I'll know even, I mean? 
I'll even take a step down. I'll take Matt Cord from the Sixers and let if he could announce it all. I I would I would take I would take if I could. I mean, he's not available, but Harry the K. Harry the K would be. Well, yeah. If we could have dead people announce our weddings, yeah, yes. Right, right, sure, sure, sure. So, all right, very I nice. Dad is some sort of sports commentator, sports somebody. What's his name? I don't know. Last name is Steele. I gotta figure out what he does. Maybe it's not Mike Quick, though. So. All right, so. Oh. He's a Phillies announcer? I don't know. Whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Very good. Thank you for that. Dynamite trap. See how much I know about sports? I know. See what happens with all of this curse? Yeah, what are you going to do? I know. <laughs> so, uh, Don, if you could be on a game show, what game show would you be on? Wheel of Fortune. You're a good speller? Wow. I so think fun. I would do okay, but the thing about Wheel of Fortune is everybody keeps whatever they win. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, so every and it's not just the lose. winner, it's everybody. Uh, everybody, yeah, everybody. Even if you, if you have zero, he's like, here's $10,000, right? Uh, yeah. Really? Such a nice guy. Yeah, they Shout give a lot Pat of money Sajak. away on that show. Pat, dude, that's one guy, I bet Pat Sajak has some story. Am dude, I right? I'm good at spelling for that. I'm a good Price is Right contestant. What about Jeopardy? You any good at Jeopardy? Um, there are too many categories that I don't That's know. That's the thing. Like when about. they do the when they do like the high school ones, you any good at those ones? Those is when I shine. <laughs> you the high school? Oh yeah. I'll yeah, no, you. like you know, I'm I'm science and math. I'm not good at literature. Oh, That's where they always get me. Authors. I'm like, I have no idea. Um, European history or you know. Yeah, there are some random stuff random. like that. Yeah, yeah. There's only one game show, and it's the feud. All right, and that's what Are I'm you doing. What's your, what's your man, one. Steve Harvey? Love him. The best. He's the best, Steve Harvey. I think I'm Wheel of Fortune too, though. I'm Wheel of Fortune. Dude, I don't know. Remember when Louis used to host Family Feud? I'm oh. Louis Anderson. Dude, I like Louis Anderson. Dude, no one compares to Steve Harvey. At all. They Steve, placate to Steve. They Steve. give him, like, the naughty answers, and then Steve oh. goes, I can't believe they said something <laughs> naughty. No, Steve. I have a mustache. Steve, ha- imagine this. They've been doing Family Feud for how long? Like, what answers does he have left? Louis yeah. probably got all the prime answers, you know? And my guy who used to kiss. Who was the guy who used to kiss everybody? Oh, that. Richard cr- Dawson. Richard, Man, Richard Dawson. Dawson. He That's kissed. my second he favorite host. Everybody. He's great. That's my he, second yo, favorite host. Watching him, him is just like, whoa, whoa. I like that guy so would be would have been canceled after the first episode. You know what I'm saying? It's a different time. Sure, sure. Yeah. Right. He's like, hey, is this your wife next to you? Why don't you come yeah. tongue kiss me? Give me a little no sugar, problem. mama. It's the 70s. He's yeah. like, hey, I'm going to kiss every woman here several yeah. times. So yeah. Many times. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I would. Did anyone ever say, yeah, no thanks? I bet his breast stick. I saw probably somebody had... do that like me. He probably had like cheap ass lipstick all over him. I mean, come on. Oh, he Forget probably was it. wearing lipstick. Yeah. Probably. He probably was lipstick. <laughs> Richard Dawson look. Yeah. So, all right, let's keep it moving. Don, what is the biggest word you know the meaning of? Uh, I don't know. Otorhinolaryngology. That's a long word. Whoa. What's that? The science of ears, nose, and throat. Ah. And what's it called? Otorhinolaryngology. 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 You know, damn, that's pretty good. good one. Nice. Mine is tetrahydrocannabinol. What's that? Weed. Oh, mine's anti disestablishment yeah, good one. Uh, all right, let's Thanks. keep it moving. Nice. So, Don, what was the worst day of work 
in your whole life? When I got laid off. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst day? Yeah, I think so. All right. Nice. Pretty Very good, good career then. Hey, how about it? And then what would you say is the best day of work in your whole life? Out of any job ever, best day ever. My greatest artistic achievement, and we're all we all have an art form of some kind that we we practice, you know, be it painting or sculpting or cooking or naval architecture. Or talking. Um, was uh, completion of the Eastern Sun, which was the, the ship that I, the first ship that I was uh, the project engineer for, project oh, naval nice. architect for. You know when they do the... I don't know what the word is. I guess it's technically called the the plop into the water for those Launching. big giant ships. <laughs> yeah, I believe they called the plop, Don. Um, <laughs> were you there to witness the plop of your ship? The not Eastern Eastern Sun, no, I wasn't. I've been, I've been in a few launching. Um, oh, not not that. Don, one. you mean you mean plopping? Don doesn't know the know. technical term, but it's we call it plopping <laughs> in the industry. Yeah. Us Navy men. Us Navy men call it plopping. <laughs> he's from the old school. That's why. Yeah. You see a plop or two in your day? Oh, he's probably plopped all over this country. So, all right. No, that's no. a hard. That's a hard calculation, by the way. That's you know. That's, that's crazy. I have only seen that recently due to the internet, and it. I, I mean, you don't think about it. You're like, of course they build them out of the water, but like, you know, you don't think about it, and then but, they have to put it in the water for the first time, right. no matter how big the ship is. And it displaces, obviously, a 600-foot ship displaces a large amount of water. It's nuts to see. You're like, holy crap, that's how they yeah, do that? Yeah, pretty cool. Well, how, don't they just, like... Cruise into a canal, <laughs> right? and then the overflow just spills over another side of the canal, like, meant to be. But it's a ton of water that gets moved from one side of the canal to the other. Well, how do they do it too? How do they do it too without it getting stuck in the on the ground? Like of the of the. Well, they know how deep it's going to go, and the canal is so deep that it has a thirty-five foot depth. A lot of grease. Really? Is it? Yeah, the the ship's on blocks, and there's a lot of grease there, and so wait, off and dump it in the ocean. Like legit, they just sort of like see ya. Yeah, that's incredible. You should watch it online, Matt. It's pretty. I cool. will. It's gonna blow my yeah. face off. Google plops. <laughs> go, go. Uh, Big I love shit plops. I love a good plopping. You know me. I'm a plopper. So nice. All right. Well, I'll say this, Don. Honestly, I was really looking forward to this episode. I love too that we didn't curse once in this episode. We really <laughs> held it together. Um, but me, Jan, and Justin are usually on the same page with this, Don, and we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back on. Certainly. This Aww. was, this was nice, a blast. Don. It was fun. Yeah, thank you. Tons more big ship questions about what you do with all the gasoline. It's cool. It's a lot of stuff you don't think about. Yeah, well, yeah, and, you know, and, you know, I don't think you want to get into details because they're boring. And you think it's boring. I think that no, stuff is we're so like fascinating. fascinating. Yeah, yeah, you don't yes. think about the fact that the Wawa gets filled by the, that giant truck you see on the road is taking that whole thing to one Wawa and it's going to dump it all in there today. And then in like four or five days, it's going to do it again. Uh, or less. Yeah, or less, it, which is who, crazier to me. Uh, yeah. And where yeah, did I the mean, truck you know, get filled Wawa up from? Does, Wawa does, you know, 250,000 gallons a month, which is yeah. most of them do. Th- the average that's Wawa? 30, that's 30 loads, one a day. A month, yeah. So that's almost, one a yeah, day. almost every day a truck has to come to Wawa and dump all that gas in the there. The average Wawa does that? If you would have, yeah. 10 minutes before this, if you would have asked me how many times a truck comes to drops gasoline off at a Wawa, I'd go once a month. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Definitely. Once every year. I drive I over those little things all the time. And I'm like, yeah. that's yeah. weird. They stick out so far. Yeah. And then that's yeah. it. That's all I think yep. about it. Man. Well, I also, as I was the uh, Sunoco's project manager for the Maryland house on I-95. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they do on a good day in the summer, they'll do 50,000 gallons a day. That's six loads. That's a big, big rest stop. That's just a rest stop. That's supposed to be the busiest rest stop in the country. And what's they said in Maryland? Yeah. Maryland house. Yeah. He was, dude, he was, he built a bunch of them on, he built a bunch of Sunoco's on the turnpike. 17 on the Pennsylvania turnpike. Actually, I've been to some of your Sunoco's. We've all been to them. How many, Don? 23. Um, there were four that I did twice. <laughs> Man, that's crazy! Like twice, like just rebuilt, like it, like it came back them. fifteen years later, knocked it down, and started over. Wow, nice. The A plus plus. Man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already built the A plus. Now I'm gonna build the A plus plus. Yeah, nice. When do you ever go into a Sunoco and you're like, whoever put this thing up there? Come on, what shit is this, guys? What is this amateur hour over here? Uh, where's your where's your kaplunks? You got no kaplunks here to plop. Something something that never really bothered me when in, in the world of convenience stores or gas stations, but as a naval architect, bothered me when people mess with my work. Oh, that, you know the when they, they change when they change it, and it took me it took me quite a while to get over it. Really. <laughs> If the hot dogs go here, and the, if you the pride of it, authorship, you know, was so strong that it would just, yeah, it, it would really bother me when somebody would change something. Hell yeah, <laughs> that would bother me. Hell yeah, you kidding me? Heck yeah, god dang, doggone it. <laughs> no, I'm with you. That would be that. Would, t- plus, you know, you. times change, requirements change, and uh, you know. Does it have the same grocery store style design where it tries to get you to walk through the store as much mm-hmm. as possible? Yeah. Drinks are obviously in the back. You try it and, works. Yeah. Oh, you you oh, walk yeah. in, you're going through the produce first. Yeah, whatever disposes quickest is in the front, and whatever lasts longest is in the back. Man, the amount of beef jerky sold at these places. So That'd good. be crazy. Good Sunoco hot dog, Johnson, Cheddar Farm, Roller, whatever they have. They have those sausage boys there. I don't mind nice stealing a, I don't mind stealing a like a pie there too, like a tasty cake pie. Uh, you know, never hated that. Either way, so Don, we are coming to the top of time though. Before we get out of here, is there anything you want to say to the Don fans before we get out of here? The fans of Don, the Don and me. No, I don't know if I I do have fans. They're just you know. Don't acknowledge him again. <laughs> uh, no, this has been fun. Uh, I enjoyed it and uh, hope I did okay for you. You did great, so tomato. Good. You nailed it, you tomato. <laughs> the old Jersey tomato. <laughs> the old Jersey tomato strikes again. Nice. Very good. Uh, Janene, my baby. Anything you want to say to the Jana lovers before we get out of here? Um. Yeah, thank you guys. I'll see you tonight. Love it. Very good. Jalen Dube, anything you want to say to JW Nation before we take off? I just want to give a good uh, heart out shout out to stepfathers, the people who take care of our mothers. Because thank God every day for my stepfather, because mm-hmm. if he didn't take care of my mother, I assume I would have to. Yeah. And that just sounds Ooh. like a nightmare. So every night yeah. I pray for that man and I love uh, him very it's, much. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's good. You get a good one because they're not all good. And I got a good one. I'm in my like 10, 11. He takes good care of me and he takes 
even better care of my mother. And at the end of the day, that's all I really care about. Agreed. And I love that man. Yeah. Yeah. Same. No, you're that. I love that right. man more than his own kids do because honestly, he takes care of my mother so I don't have to. Yeah. And that's what's most important is that Amen. I don't have to deal with that. Woman. The less you got to do, the better, babe. And she Thank does. Thank you. Yeah. So much. Well, I mean, I know he listens. Shout out to Mike, I believe his name is. Mike Bull, you're a goddamn saint. Yeah, there he is. So, speaking of saints, this has been another episode of the Work Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. We're coming today by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, the Heartstopper, Rangoon, Jana Rose, and our guest today is the Jersey Tomato himself, the one and only Don Lore. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can have us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok. Working Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives.gmail.com. And please like, subscribe, so we can keep bringing you this sweet, sweet content. This has been the Work Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, T is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.